Oh, hi. You're listening to North of Weatherfield, the Canadian Coronation Street podcast. I'm Brittlestar. And uh, this week, oh, sorry, I'm Shannon. Yeah, I know. Were you just excited because you'd chosen someone, a character that you want to be this week? No, I forgot about that, but I was going to do the date. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Do, do, the, do the date uh, part first. This week, we are covering episodes that aired in Canada, February 12th to 16th. So if you haven't watched those yet, don't listen to this because we're going to be talking about everything that happened. Avert your ears, basically. Avert your ears and your exactly. eyes. Yes. So uh, this week, who are you going to be, Shannon? Which uh, character are you going to well, be? I think I'm going to be Linda because she isn't in very often. And she has fabulous hair. And really, all you have mm-hmm. to do is keep your teeth together when you're talking. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I Who think I be? would like to be... Uh, this week, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be Gary Windass this week. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you can bring your Gordon yeah. Ramsay Bob back into play, I feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this is our first one we're doing remotely, so this is a little bit different. Yes, um, because I'm I in am, England. Because uh, I'm still, you know, in the ginnel. Um, the co- but you seem to actually have... <laughs> Just where you record. <laughs> you seem to have an actual um, English kitchen in your background. Yes, with uh, complete with English kettle, which boils very fast, and my tongue still burnt from yesterday morning. And uh, you, maybe the water, well, you can't the see water it probably cools, in the grid. The, the cup of tea or coffee Listen, cools at the same rate. No, it doesn't. There's something that uh, defies physics. It defies It science. still boils at it's, 100 it degrees. Is, and it's way hotter here. It's incredibly uh-huh. hot when it comes out. Because uh-huh. it, it uh-huh. boils so quickly. Play yes, the theme song. You just out of frame is, uh, a, is a variety pack of Walker's crisps. And my mom enjoyed some prawn cocktail last night, so at about ten thirty at night. And I think she had some today today as well when we came back. Play the theme song. So yeah, that's oh yeah, that's right. We hold for theme. I don't know what's happening. Did it stop? It stopped now. There you go. Okay, good. It's just us again. I couldn't couldn't see Uh, it. So here's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Some of us may not have finished watching the whole week. So you're just going to have to trust me on what happened. Exactly. One of us missed about 10 minutes of the last episode. Uh, So we are going to talk about Joseph, Gemma, and Chesney. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about Bernie and Dev. Yeah. We're going to talk about Lauren and what she's going through. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. Adam and Damon, although they weren't in it very much this week. Um, yeah. And then the big storyline, which was uh, Liam, Dylan, and Mason. All right. I'm ready. All right. Let's dive in. All right. Uh, so first of all, poor Joseph. Those of us who suspected he had something actually wrong with him were correct. Uh, yeah. So he passed out, and Linda and Chesney had to take him to the hospital. Um, luckily, uh, Billy was able to take the quads to the flat and those four quads, when they're in that tiny flat occupied by Billy and Paul, you never see or hear them. Little angels. They must, little angels, little angels you can keep in a cupboard. Obviously. Exactly. Maybe they're in the kitchen. Um. With the benzos. <laughs> That's the next thing we're talking about. Uh, so anyway, oh, sorry, it turns out sorry, he has Lyme sorry. disease. 
turns out he has Lyme disease, yes. which I did not. I was actually not aware you could get that in the UK. So, hey, learn something new every day. It's a thing that yeah. in Canada they would be screening for now. Um, yeah. And Joseph's going to be okay. But the takeaway mm-hmm. from it is he has no time for Chesney because Chesney doesn't believe him when he says he doesn't feel well. Yeah, he's still pretty angry. Yes. And so is Gemma. Gemma's, yeah, I Gemma's think, allowed you know, back home I think, and she's making Chesney sleep on the couch. I think it's I think it's fair for Gemma to be upset. And I understand mm-hmm. why she's upset. I think I was surprised at Joseph because as when you're a kid, you're often you're not believed. And you kind of just get used to it, don't you, don't you think? You're just kind of like, ah. <laughs> yes. But you're often not believed because it might not be true. So this time he was vindicated and he's like, see, I wasn't lying. You said I was lying. I mean, the, the, what I didn't like about Chesney's behavior with, uh, with um, what's his face? Um, Joseph. Wait, I've lost his name already. Joseph, right. Is... Uh, is that he was he was kind of getting a bit kind of glib about it. He was like, "Ah, you're fine. Ah, just walk it off. You're you're okay. You're all right. You're totally fine." Whereas, whereas I, I think Gemma was just paying attention to the signs, and she was exactly. like, "Wait a minute. This is now. If he's faking it, he must be getting bored of faking it by now." I think that's kind of the key. To, yeah, kids try to stay off school as much as they can, but then after a while, they're like, ah, "This is boring. School's at least interesting." Yes, although you never hear about Joseph and any of his friends at school, so he he could have been in a Liam bullying situation, which is making his stomach not feel well. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, I um, think but, um, I'm on I'm on Gemma's side, and I'm on jo- Joseph's side as well. And luckily, Doctor Gaddas was there, spotted it, suspected Lyme disease, and had them test for it. I know she swanned in, and she was like, "You guys She's like, like my this new medicine thing? Guess is what? Easy." Exactly. Yeah. No, you like my new haircut? Guess what? Your kid has Lyme disease. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. It was a dramatic line. Um, but yeah, it was good. And uh, uh, it was good for a while when um, uh, Chesney and Gemma were at the hospital. At least we knew that Linda was being the responsible adult with the quads. We knew where they were, who was looking after them, and we saw them. Yeah. I think because so I feel credit. good when she's looking after the quads because I feel she's got the money to get them out of trouble. You know exactly. what I mean? Like she probably exactly. she probably just like takes them out and has like and hires someone right away. Unless they end up all like all crawling into that giant huge fridge that she bought them, which I don't I don't understand I as a, a British pretty... person who's aware of British kitchens and she has been at their house a number of times. I don't understand how you buy that fridge. And I think them. we've yet to see the fridge in the kitchen. Are we but I don't think we've I seen it in the kitchen put yet. It, I believe it's in the corner of the living room. Oh, which is the like only place it could like go. By the table, by the dining table. Yeah, but on the side we never see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, that's convenient. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um. Yeah. um <coughs> sorry, I've got your sister text me, but it's not urgent. Uh, okay, that's fine. I say that now. Let's hope she doesn't watch this. I don't think she does. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Bernie. Okay. Bernie is back. Bernie, yep. Yeah. Uh, so Bernie is out Bernie's of jail. Back. Uh, yeah. Poor Bernie. Dev picked her up from from prison and insisted yes. on bringing her straight into the Rovers. Like, straight into the Rovers. I yeah. would have been extremely upset. 
Like You think Bernie wouldn't have wanted have to go into the Rovers right after? I think she'd probably want to shower in privacy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you know what I mean? To be able to, yeah. So I thought that was a weird one. Um, but then we learned it's really because Dev's having a hard time with this whole thing. He is. I thought Did that was one of my favorite see? parts of this past week. I, I seeing him I like lose it and get all emotional. Because he's like, he's so melodramatic anyway. And yeah. uh, it, it was just, I just love when Dev does things like, it's just so hard, man. It's just so hard. <laughs> I love when he does this. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Was that good? Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, okay, well, I'm not using I, uh, it in any sort of romantic sense, so just relax. All right, so I'll be able to talk you into it. Um, <laughs> the other thing I like about Dev is that he's one of the few families on the street who's like, no, we don't get used to people in our family being in jail for murder and arson, and like everyone else is like, oh. Yeah, I've murdered a couple people, been in jail a few times. You know, Dev's like, this isn't normal. I, is, this is scary, though, that because he's right. Like, everyone else is so blasé about the whole thing, about all the weird stuff <laughs> that happens in the street. Is, is Dev us? Is Dev the real people? Is Dev, like, regular is he, folk? Is he the narrator, basically? The one looking from the outside? Yes. Is, is, he the, is, he the, is he, does he represent the audience in the show? Because if that's yeah. terrifying, because if that... That's, I mean, that's looking in a mirror that you don't want to see in. <laughs> Listen, I still have no problem with Dev. Mm, still like a little Dev sweet too, on him. Actually, he's pretty great. I do. Um, I just love his squeaky voice. But then Bernie decides to become <coughs> super involved, grandparent and parent. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> well, parent. So she heads on over to Paul's place. Um and decides that, so Moses is there. So she says to Moses, nope, don't actually stay for your shift today. I'm going to do it all. And then yeah, she proceeds to just clean the cupboards rather than, you know, hang out with her dying son who's only going to be alive for a few more months. I thought that was like, weird. I thought that was yep. super weird. It, didn't feel, it yeah. didn't feel natural. It felt like very just forced, I thought. I didn't like well, it. I, I feel it's to harken back. To the early Coronation Streets, which were identifying with that woman of 1960s, 50s, earlier UK, which was, we're going to give this place a good bottoming, we're going to give it a good scrub, we're going to give it a good clean. And that was your identity. That was what mm -hmm. you did to help everyone. Um, you know, yeah. these women who were for some reason like soap and water cleaning the, the stone step into the house every day. Like, yeah. I feel that's I feel that's what she was doing. She was hearkening throwback <clears throat> to that sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. I guess so. I sort of feel like it was just to set up the drama of her almost finding the drugs, right? Almost finding the benzos. Right. It didn't I feel, also it just don't understand how I agree. I also didn't understand how in a flat the size of that one that Paul, Billy, and Summer are living in. They have two giant boxes of sugary cereal, obviously from when Summer came to live with them when she was 12. <laughs> when she was like, 12, exactly. Has no it one ever really been like, you know what? the worst hiding spot. <laughs> no one's ever like, you know what? We all would rather have muesli nowadays, but we don't have the cupboard yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, because we've got these old, we don't have the cupboard space because we've got these old boxes of cereal we can't throw out ever. <laughs> And you know exactly. what would be great? We'll hide something right behind them. <laughs> and then, so also this led to the drama. So the good news 
Todd and Moses ran into each other mm-hmm. and they yeah, were like, oh, I like that. I like day that off, couple. Day off. Yeah. Let's go to Speed Doll. And Moses was like, I've really been wanting to try this restaurant. It's like, buddy, the Rovers, Speed Doll, <laughs> the calf. The Bistro. The Bistro. That's it. You're going that's nowhere four, else. That's four again. choices, but that's it. There's no, really there's no Pizza Express in your future. No, exactly. I've really been meaning to try this restaurant. He'd be like living that as a curse. It's like he's cursed himself. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was very nice. But then Paul is texting uh, Todd, although he's not texting very clearly. It's like Bernie is not reading your texts. So I, know. I don't know why he was so cryptic. Help. Yeah. And then he's like, the stash. Mind you, he's... T- he can only he only still uses one hand though currently right oh right? okay yeah fair enough fair enough yeah he's not exactly so it's going to be very telegraphic yeah, it's going to be very short he can't speech <clears throat> dictate okay yep i stand corrected yeah, you're right yeah. you're right you're right yeah yeah um but what i don't get is why when they say the stash why uh todd didn't say to moses i think i'll only be f- a few minutes but i'll text you yes exactly like, why didn't because he left the money for the bill great why not just say, yeah. I'm going to update you in 10 minutes and tell you if yeah. I'm coming back or not? Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes. Because it's right across the street, essentially, isn't it? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't yet yeah, created Moses any restaurants. We haven't yet created any restaurants in the uh, new location of the charity shop and the flats no. and the playground. There's, a, there's an ice cream shop there. We know that. That's true. Yes. Uh, but that's not, that's not enough for dinner, though. Um, all right, Lauren. Lauren is our next one. So Lauren, um, Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. I know. So she's looking lovely with her new hair that Max did for her. Um, she was talking to Max and Sabrina and Sabrina was saying she wanted, I, I couldn't tell if Sabrina was saying she actually wanted to learn coding or if Lauren saying something about her boyfriend being a coder, um, made her say she wanted to do coding to try to ask to meet him. But in any case, when Lauren went back to the person on the phone with that sort of message, they broke up. Um, Now, I think this is a genuine, although unhealthy, unbalanced relationship, but you, you don't think you still don't think it's a real boyfriend. No, I don't. I think just because we heard a, a little clip of her calling or being on the phone and just the language she was using was very like, it was like she was talking to an adult. It was like she was talking to well, her dad. I think or she, she is saying, I don't need you adult. anymore. But I think maybe it's, it's a, like a sugar daddy type situation or a wannabe yeah. sugar daddy situation. Yeah. I mean, good honor if it is a sugar daddy. I feel he's probably not got that much money. So whoever <laughs> it is, terrible. Not that sug- How old not is that our sugary. Lauren? How old is <laughs> our Lauren? Way too young. She's under 18. Yeah, exactly. Because she wasn't yes, allowed to drink. Scene, that's right. And I felt that's this is one more reason I hate Bobby. This is what and Simon. I don't like either of them. Is just to jump slightly sideways here in this story, but they uh, when they went the the Lauren and Sabrina went into the bistro together, and uh, Simon and Bobby are are tossing a few down, and yeah. Simon turns and goes, "Oi, ladies!" And like, oh my yeah. god! And then Bobby made the comment. He said, "Like, oh, it looks like a little mix showed up, but one of them is missing." Which is a yeah. funny joke, but not if not but, if they're under eighteen. No, no, and also, what I don't get, I get why Lauren wanted to go over. Why was Sabrina going over? Like, why? 
I don't. I think I don't know. It's just a sign of how young she is, Shannon. She should know better, and she doesn't. But she's so young, she doesn't know better. Yeah. Yeah, True, I was. But I, anyway, I, I was like, "Come on, Bobby." I mean, I expect this of Simon now. Simon's let me down so many times that I just can't. Mm-hmm. My heart's too scared to trust him anymore. And uh, <laughs> Bobby is just. I'm. I'm done with Bobby. Bobby, get out of here. Just go away. So, do you think when Simon was giving um, Sabrina the heads up that you know Max is racist, or at least has been in the past racist? Do you think uh, Simon wasn't doing it as a uh, a friendly heads up do you think he was doing it more to like try to skewer the relationship nothing simon does is done as a friendly heads up everything is self-serving <laughs> he uh-huh. is bizarrely and for reasons known only to him and the people who write his lines unbelievably self-serving like it's going to uh-huh. get him ahead and it never gets him ahead it never gets him ahead yeah um, but he's got Peter and Carla and Leanne as great examples of great parents. Yeah, that's all been smooth. Jail, prostitution. <laughs> Vapes. Um, okay. Vapes. I know, he just gave up on that whole thing, that whole career. It's like, yeah. oh, I bought I know that one was exactly, yeah. box like, from What Amazon did he do with and... the rest of the boxes? Did he get rid of the boxes of vapes? I mean, yeah. Well, no, they got stolen. Remember? All of them got stolen? By Mason. I thought they got them back. back of the car. Yeah, I know. Mm, or did Mason know. get rid of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. But anyways, there there went his career in buying Amazon returns. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Adam and Damon. We didn't see much of them this week. Um, no. But uh, so let's talk once again about Sarah. Sarah Louise's poor choices. <clears throat> um, yes. She wasn't going to be able to pick Harry up from school because she had a, a meeting. So she asked Damon, who she'd been dating for three days, to go to the school and pick Harry up. And apparently he was able to do so. Who's like a mobbed up gangster? Yep. It doesn't yep. make any but sense. But also just, just plain old mum's new boyfriend. Like, cringe. Yeah, that no. was weird. No. Totally weird. This is the kind of thing uh, that Dev has a problem with. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now, uh, then Damon, who I still think is trying to go on the straight and narrow but he I'm does leaning that adam way now too adam makes i'm leaning that way adam makes things more complicated for him but he did uh knowing adam was going to be picking uh harry up later for dinner he did take harry to the bistro and ply him with chips and <clears throat> yeah that drinks was mean so that he was going to be full um but also sarah you don't actually message adam to say oh by, well, by the way, the way. Uh, exactly damon <laughs> Damon has our son. Yeah, no, that's craziness. Listen, yeah, Sarah, Simon and Sarah have broken my heart make better so many choices. times. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Exactly. Um, and then to finish off, the uh, probably the one that was the biggest twists and turns storyline, Liam, Dylan, and Mason. Uh, so yes. Liam, yes. we found out right at the beginning of the week, had been bunking off school um, and mm-hmm. essentially using online notes to forge pretending Gary had uh, uh, told the school that he was unwell and he ended up getting caught out and in trouble mm-hmm. and to their credit Maria and Gary were like what's going on you being bullied and he was like nope but he was um, yeah one of the things I liked here was uh, Jake 
the little brother who's mm-hmm. appearing more now. Yeah. Um, he came and said to Liam, I got a message on my PS4 from that Mason kid and he's going to mm-hmm. beat you up or something like that. And he I wants to th- meet I don't think, at a certain time. I don't think enough parents are aware that their young kids on gaming devices are able to talk to strangers. Just get messages. People from school. Like, like text messages. messages like equivalent right, of text like messages. Text. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guarantee the reason he doesn't have a phone is because they don't want him on social media contacting strangers. <laughs> no, I think he... Exactly. I think they, you can restrict them so that it's not just randos entirely, but that doesn't mean that, like, there's... The, the kids are, it's like, kids accept friends numbers like my mother accepts Facebook friend requests. It's, <laughs> it's anything goes. So yeah, I think you have to, I think you have to be aware of that as a parent, which is really important, but it was also good just as well to be like the little kids in a, in a sibling situation there, they pay attention. They know what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. I, I, yeah. I think they mature a little bit faster in a weird way because they're, they're looking at a version of themselves a couple of years ahead and they, they know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, never mind the fact that his father is a multi murderer that not that we know about it yet, but yes. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so Liam decides, okay, he's being forced to go back to school. Um, yeah. Decides he's going to have to confront Mason because Gary gave a bit of a talking to Gary. I, I did appreciate Gary's input in this where he's like, He's a realist. Now, he was... Yeah. I don't think he was actually implying that um, Liam should be fighting Mason because Gary has seen Mason and Gary has seen Liam. And I don't think he thinks Liam's going to win that fight. Like, so the, I, don't, I don't feel he no. was saying to him, stand up to your bully and try to take him out. Um, no. Which no, is no. what Liam heard, I think. Yes, of course. Well, because it sounds um, like the easy I, answer. It sounds like they just, just, you know, punch him and it'll be over. It's like, that's not how it works. It'll be over. No, no, only in yeah. half hour after school specials that have to wrap it up. Um, exactly. So anyways, go to school. Liam decides to do what he has to do to get his phone back. Also, I don't know how he's not had his phone that night and Maria and Gary haven't noticed because I guarantee you he sits on his phone all the time. Totally. But anyways. Yeah. Um, and anyways, Dylan, feeling a little bit of remorse decides mm. to try to like keep Liam safe. So he goes up to him and he says, don't bother doing this. You're not going to win. You won't get your phone back. It's not going to be worth it. Yeah. And Liam yeah. quite rightly doesn't trust Dylan anymore because Dylan has been stabbing him in the no. back constantly. That's um, Dylan's dirty. Liam goes to meet Mason. Uh, he's walking up behind Dylan. He hears Dylan trying to, to be fair, trying to talk Mason out of fighting him, but he's saying he's a loser. You don't want to bother. Yeah. And then Liam takes offense to yeah. that, punches him, not punches him, scuffles with him. They get in a fight. Good old Mrs. Yeah. Crawshaw sees, breaks it up. Um, but then when they're going home, because they have to go to the office, then they're going home and Maria and Gary have picked up Liam and Sean has picked up Dylan. And Sean lays into Gary and Maria. Yeah. I mean, he so who was without sin... As a parent, I get you're protective of your kid and you believe what your kid says. Sure. Even when you probably shouldn't always. Um, but here's my thing. I think that Dylan is kind of like his dad in that they're your best friend until they're not. And then they will absolutely stab you in your back. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
which is frustrating because I want uh, to like both of them. Well, I don't want. I don't care about Dylan, but I want to like Sean, and I just you just can't. You can't trust I, I, him. I quite like I, I quite like Dylan. I want to like Dylan, and he has his moments, mm. and I feel yes. I don't know. Maybe he needs. Maybe we need I Violet think, up I here. Feel we're, maybe she's a better influence. I feel we're exactly. I feel we're maybe arcing though to uh, showdown where Dylan's going to prove the fact that he, so he's gonna, something's going to go too far, and before it goes irreversibly too far, I think Dylan's going to step up and he's going to, I don't know, stand up to Mason or something. Plus, also here's the here's the big issue I had today. I was watching catching up one of the episodes, and the big issue I have is the teacher who the Mason kid says, oh, uh, Liam punched Dylan and did it for no reason at all. And the teacher's like, oh, is that true? It's like, come on. Do you not? There like, is she no must way. Know. There is no way she would believe that. She would maybe, and plus, no. why is she questioning the kids in front of Mason? Like Exactly. For a start. Tell me what happened separately. Had, plus also, t- head teachers have the power to say, Mason, leave here right now. Even though it's lunchtime, you yeah. can tell, still tell him to get lost, and he will eventually. Of course, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So yeah, that was poor. Listen, her haircut is not as good as Doctor Gadass's, so no, but she, she should just look. Try, she wishes she looked as good as her Doctor Gadass's hair. She used to. I don't like the new one. I don't know. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah. So that was poorly handled, but then. At the end of it, it all as you maybe didn't see this yet because you didn't see the I last. I didn't see bit. the end of it. No, tell me, tell me, tell me. So uh, <coughs> after that whole thing with Sean, so first of all, sticking to uh, the Tully, Tully, Sean Tully, Tully yeah, residence. Sean Tully, yeah. Um, yeah. Sean was ra- ranting, and raving about this whole thing. So angry at at Maria, and so angry at Gary, and so angry at Liam, and blah blah blah. And Dylan was sitting there not saying anything. And George, the undertaker, was sitting there listening. Mm-hmm. And George, I think as a kid, was more on, on, on Liam's side of things. Well, we know that from his, his original storyline that he was he was bullied as a kid. Yeah. Remember that guy came in to, so was dating Eileen for a bit and he yeah. hated him and stuff? And Yeah. Yeah. So George sees that side of it. Whereas, uh, you know, Gary, he was able to help out Liam because Gary was from the, like, Gary would have been beating up George at school. Absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. So I, I appreciated that George was like listening <clears throat> and sort of trying to be the voice of reason. But anyways, um, going up to uh, Gary and Maria's flat, Liam, and uh, the phone buzzes and Gary is a rebel and just lets the person up, you know, as you do. <gasps> and uh, it was Craig. Yeah. And uh, Craig's like, I wanted to uh, do this in person rather than, than calling you. And to let you know that tomorrow we're going to need Liam to come down to the station because he's been charged with assault. (gasps) And we need you, we need him to bring a responsible adult with him. Good shocked response. That's awful. That's terrible. So presumably that Sean. Listen, I mean, yes. Yeah, obviously Sean has done it. Because he's being overprotective and being blind to the fact that he and he knows he shouldn't be blind because he's Dylan has done lots of things wrong that he's been like I don't yeah. know if I should totally trust this kid. Yeah, that's well, he horrible. Knows he was, that's he terrible. knows he was involved in the stealing and selling of vapes to underagers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. See, but I, this I, is I, the thing. This is the thing that's in, is that uh, George the character I didn't mm-hmm. I've never really enjoyed. 
except for his Not. bullying storyline. And he's great because he's he looks very like he's he's very uh, empathetic to what's mm-hmm. happening, which is it's awesome because he's a big dude as well, which is great. Um, and just like yes. Sean, there's times when I've loved Sean, and now mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah. See, I like George. That's the thing. I mean, if George That's... and Eileen break up, I'm 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 going to stay George's friend. Really? Pick inside. Well, actually, I would too. I'm not a big fan of Eileen. We all know that. <laughs> it all stems back to that time she gave me an icy answer to my question in real life. <laughs> In real life, <laughs> when you were in the audience and she was on stage, and you that's were one still of our yeah. real lives, Shannon. It's still our real that's lives. Your, that's but that's yeah, your real was, life. She, I'm sure she didn't mean it personally, but I took it personally. So she didn't. She didn't blank me. I mean, I didn't say anything to her, but still, you know, nothing personal happened well, exactly. to me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's pretty good. I think this, considering we did this uh, a chunk of it remotely, I think we did pretty good for this week. Chunk? Oh, meaning you with watching. I know. Are you going to be able to keep up yes. for next week? I like the way you say yes, that I will. so I'll make convincingly. A, I'll, I'll make a point. I, uh, I have, uh, I'll be staying in a hotel room of my own next week, and uh, I feel that uh, I'll, it's a good reason to go back to my hotel room alone, which is good <laughs> as opposed to be with my family. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be great. All right. Um, All right. So, yeah, so that's, um, so uh, if you subscribe to the podcast on Substack, which is free, then you can comment on it. So, and there's been a lovely little community of people commenting on the past episodes. Yes, it's been really exciting. It's really active. Yeah. Yeah, it's been super active. It's super, super awesome. Um, I'll pop in there when I can. And I know that Shannon, you've been popping in most, a lot of the time and and answering and getting conversations going. Other people that watch it are better at remembering what happened in the past and people's names than we are. So that's good. And I think it's good because there's, you know, there's, there's sometimes it's hard when you're a fan of Coronation Street. There's not a lot of people in real life around you that are fans of Coronation Street. And yes. I, I know that Shannon and I don't really have, a, we have a couple of friends who are fans, um, but I think they just do it for us. Maybe, maybe they just tolerate it for us. <laughs> they do not. Sorry. It's not about you. No, it's not about oh. you. Okay. All right. Oh dear. Well, listen, I'm going to enjoy my new shirt, which I, uh, it's not really new. It's been waiting for me in the UK because I left it here last February and it's still here. <laughs> and I don't know if they, I don't know if they cleaned my shirts or if it's just, they've no. been time cleaned by time. It might've been cleaned, cleaned by time. By time. Yeah. 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 It's like how they get fine. rid of uh, Thanks so much. toxic soil. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I'm the petrol station of shirt wearers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I said petrol station because I'm here. Because I've already adapted. I've acclimatized. <laughs> or as they say here, acclimatized. No, they don't. I don't know. I don't, I'm just making that up. Now go get yourself a chippy tea. That's exactly. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you tune in and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. North of Weatherfield, a Canadian Coronation Street podcast. Let's hold for theme and then we'll do a little tag. I can't tell if it's finished. Is it finished now? It's finished now. Just finished. And uh, okay, good. I think since I'm Linda, I'm going to say, I really don't think a chippy tea is good for them. I think you know my fishmonger had some lovely haddock in. I'll just go pick that up, and we'll have it with some of the quinoa salad. It'll be delicious. 
she would have quinoa salad totally. And I think I'll do Gary, and Gary would just be like, no, it's fine. He's always doing like the boxer thing with his nose. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.